It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars, and the Cougars are the champions of the world. Okay, that may be a little bit strong, but nonetheless, BYU is enjoying maybe the greatest weekend that they have ever had. BYU gets a Big 12 invite on Friday, and tonight, well, I guess last night, depending on when you're listening to this, because I'm recording this very late at night, it is early Sunday morning as I sit down and talk about this, but BYU beats Utah, snapping a nine-game losing streak, 26-17. to You guys know how we do here on these special recap editions. We call them the postcast because we're talking about what you guys took away from that game immediately afterwards. My gut reaction to what I just witnessed down there at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So a lot to get to, and let's waste no more time and dive on in. This is the postcast as the Utes go down to Provo and get beat by the Cougars 26-17. Let's roll. What's up, my friends? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And once again, BYU beats Utah 26-17. It has been nearly 12 years. It's in its 12th year of that rivalry losing streak. Speaking of the Cougars' nine-game losing streak to the Utes, and you can say goodbye to it. And the good news is, well, I guess good news, bad news, whatever you want to look at it as, BYU will now hold rivalry, what do you call them, bragging rights for at least the next three seasons because the Utes and Cougars currently not slated to face one another in either 2022 or 2023. So as a Cougar fan, you can sit back and have some fun over the next three years. Obviously, we've seen these two teams matched up in a bowl game, but I don't necessarily anticipate that happening. I have no way of saying how that might happen, but nonetheless, what a victory for BYU. Now, I'll give you guys my takeaways from this game, and then we'll dig into yours, your responses on social media. Wanted to start off, credit to Jaron Hall. He looked every bit the polished QB that we were promised he would be, folks. 18 of 30 on his passing, 149 yards. So obviously not a lot of big passing uh, downfield. Uh, an average of five uh, yards per attempt. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions. BYU is a team, more importantly, zero turnovers. They did force two turnovers, and if you count the turnover on downs, they also forced. That's three turnovers that BYU forced. And when the Cougars are plus in the turnover margin, by and large, they're going to win that game. That's exactly what happened. Tyler Algier was absolutely stellar. 27 carries, 102 yards, 3.8 yards per carry average, which is an absolutely human battering Ram all night long, making the Utes feel his presence. And Jaron Hall, to go with his 149 yards passing, added 92 yards rushing, averaging 11.5 yards per carry. Had a long run of the night, 23 yards. And folks, his feet, his ability to run, his ability to escape pressure and make Utah turn themselves inside out, trying to slow him down, 
absolutely unlocked this BYU offense. Really, really encouraging to see. Leading receiver in tonight's game, Puganakua. Four receptions, 37 yards. Touchdowns were tossed to Neil Pau'u, Gunnar Romney, and Samson Nakua. And by the way, Samson Nakua and Puka getting an unsportsmanlike conduct when they celebrated Samson's touchdown just before halftime. You know what? It's going to happen. Plain and simple. Samson had all kinds of attitude going into this game. He's going up against his former teammates, his former team. He obviously wanted to go out and leave no doubt on the field. And he gets bragging rights, folks. The Cougars win it 26-17. On defense, a couple of notes for you guys. The Cougars, two sacks. The Utes, for their defense, zero sacks. The Utes did tally five tackles for loss, but no sacks on Jaron Hall. BYU is a team, five tackles for loss in their own right. And the Cougars also, six pass breakups, as well as a recovered fumble and interception by Chaz Ayu. What a night it was for the Cougars. I've got to say, I am very, very impressed with this victory for BYU. One thing that I will take away from this game that I believe is something that BYU has proven, at least now through the last, I'd say, 14 games that I have watched them, going back to the start of the 2020 season, this is a team who is absolutely ferocious and are absolute men on the interior, in the trenches. The offensive and defensive lines for BYU brought it all night long. They punched Utah in the mouth, and the Utes just kept punching them, kept punching them, until the Utes couldn't take it no more. That was phenomenal. Utah, for many, many years, I would say at least for the nine games that they won in a row going into this game, they were the more physical team. They were the more dominant team up front. BYU has finally finally found an answer for that, and they went toe-to-toe with the Utes in the trenches and, by and large, won those battles. Really, really encouraging stuff for the Cougars. Now, 2-0 and on the season, folks. The projections I had, I said, if, if you remember early on during the preseason, if BYU got to nine wins this year, I feel like it would be a win for the Cougars. Well, suddenly you're 2-0, and and you probably have won one of the games you expected to have a loss. Speaking of Utah, well... What could be? There's a lot to discuss in that vein. Obviously, focus needs to turn and just focus on Arizona State, speaking of the Cougars here, because the Sun Devils, they're plenty talented. Obviously, they maybe don't have the plaudits that other programs in the Pac-12 have, like Utah, but plenty of talent and a high-level quarterback in their own right with Jaden Daniels coming to Provo. Looking forward to that matchup. Very, very impressive victory for, for the Cougars, folks. This was fun. The fans storming the field, having the time of their lives. I can't blame a single one of you for getting out there and enjoying the night out there at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Cougar Nation, y'all brought it. It was phenomenal. The stadium was absolutely packed. And when they wanted to get loud, when you wanted to get loud, it got loud. I had another media member lean over to me at one point and said, Wow. This is what this place can be like when the fans really are into it. I'm like, yeah, it really can be. You guys were the 12th man in that game, so props to all of you. We'll break this more down in depth on a what I call my film review edition that we'll get to at some point on Sunday. We'll post that for you, but very, 
very impressive victory. And the remainder of this podcast is going to belong to you guys. You guys sounded off on social media. We're reading your comments on air coming up in just a few moments. Just a quick reminder, though, that today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Nine delicious flavors out there, folks. They're base flavors. And the best part about Built Bars is they're both incredibly healthy, but also incredibly delicious. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They taste like a candy bar. It's absolutely phenomenal. And more importantly than all of that is when you support Built Bar, you're supporting BYU football because you're helping fund the scholarships that pay, or not the scholarship, you're helping pay the uh, tuition for BYU's walk-ons in addition to giving blank checks, or not blank checks, that's probably the wrong term, but giving checks to all BYU student-athletes in the football program overall. A really, really cool gesture that Built Bar has put forward to make sure all the walk-ons in BYU football program are being taken care of. Well, you can support that by going to Built.com and placing your order now. That's Built.com, and while you're there, use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off your order. It's a great way, as I mentioned, to support BYU athletes and also enjoy the best-tasting protein bar in the world, and you can do it all with our friends at Built Bar. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, folks, let's get to your reactions now. I threw it out on social media. Give me your post-game reactions to BYU beating Utah. One of them sent in by our good friend Landon Sorensen at Shell 5792. Of course, it's a picture of the homepage of RiseAndShout.net. If you don't know that website, go to RiseAndShout.net. It tells you the last time that BYU uh, had beaten Utah was something like 4,300 days. Well, he sends a graphic here that says, Zero days ago, nobody beats BYUP. 10 times in a row. Very, very interesting there, by the way, that no team in this rivalry has won 10 straight games. There's been nine game streaks. Lavelle Edwards owns one. I believe last night snapped the third for Utah in series history, but nobody has been able to get it to double digits, and BYU avoids that disappointment. Jeff Henmore, uh, Jay Henor, uh, Henor, excuse me, not Henmore, Henor, saying, Jaron Hall was meant to break this curse, and he didn't disappoint with the praying hands emoji. Well, hall to hall. There's no doubt about that. And then Tricky T, our good friend Tricky Tanner. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Hashtag Go Cougs, obviously a reference to Miracle, the uh, the movie, obviously what happened in 1980. Just really, really cool to see the Cougars do what they did. Other reactions for you guys coming in here on the Locked On Cougars feed. Kodiak, Jumba Jake. This offensive line is better than I thought. Defensive line and this aggressive scheme is what I've always wanted to see at BYU. You, I think they have in the secondary to do some man effective man coverage. Wide receiver group did great with blocking and catching some of those questionable passes. You're not kidding about the blitzing part of that. BYU is able to absolutely get after the quarterback because they can trust the defensive secondary to hold up in man's 
man coverage. That is something that BYU has not had, and I completely agree with you there, uh, Kodiak, is that BYU is now trusting that they can hold up on the back end. It's allowing these these linebackers, defensive ends, that type, to go on tee off on opposing quarterbacks. And they made life miserable for Charlie Brewer. That's not a guy that's very flappable. He's had a lot of big moments in a college uniform, and he didn't look comfortable for multiple stints in that game. Our good friend Casey Finlinson of FinDaddy81, I know he was in attendance at the game, saying very physical up front on both sides of the ball. Zero turnovers and zero sacks given up made all the difference in this game. Also, Jaron's athletic ability is going to win games for BYU. Reminded me of Taysom and Jamal with him and Tyler Algier. Oh, some uh, references to some of the all-time greats in a BYU uniform, Casey, but I don't think you're necessarily wrong there. Really, really nice to see, and I really like the physicality BYU showed. They absolutely out-physicaled Utah, and if any, you know anything about Utah and Kyle Whittingham, that's hard to do. Our good friend Spencer at SPN CRG, bliss, baby. He's just having a good time, just soaking it all in. I don't blame you one bit. Glenn at G. Hansen, 25. Zero turnovers was big in the win and also field position. I completely agree. I got to give a quick shout-out to Ryan Rico, BYU's punter, averaging something like 55 uh, yards per punt. He was absolutely crushing that football. He has an absolute howitzer for a leg very, very impressive from him. And the turnovers, folks, it cannot be discounted. BYU's turnover issues in this nine-game losing streak, or what was the nine-game losing streak, has been well documented. They avoided the turnovers, and lo and behold, that nine-game streak is over. Landon Sorensen once again at Shell 5792. One of the cleanest play-calling games I've seen in a long time on both sides from the Cougars. A-Rod and Tuiaki were incredible. Yeah, we're all the Tuiaki haters, by the way. Really, really nicely called game by him. And I truly think this defense, what we've seen through the two games so far, is more of what he ultimately has desired to run for BYU. He just did not have the guys on the back end, speaking of the cornerbacks and the safeties, in particular the cornerbacks, to hold up to allow them to do that. And they're finally doing that. And then finally, uh, Dionisio, BYU anime. Tyler Algier needs 20-plus carries per game. We need to implement tempo to get our receivers their chances, too. I would agree with that. He had 27 carries in this game. Very much a a very key factor. Went over 100 yards rushing. He's going to challenge for another 1,000 yards this year, folks, and looked every bit the running back you expected him to be. It was really, really cool to see him get out there and get after it and really just enjoy some success because there have been a lot of games in this series history where running backs for BYU have struggled mightily. And to see him go over 100 yards and to see BYU as a team, folks, by the way, rushing as a team for 231 yards on a Kyle Whittingham defense, an average five yards per carry. Kyle Whittingham is going to absolutely blister his players' ears as he lets them hear about this after film review. I would not want to be a member of Kyle Whittingham's football program for the better part of the next week. And oh, by the way, um, if you didn't notice last night, by the way, San Diego State went and absolutely punked Arizona, who BYU beat in week one. San Diego State could be a little bit of a trap game here for Utah. The Utes fall to one and two, folks. Watch out. Social media is might might be on fire, plain and simple. They might truly just spontaneously combust, especially Utah Twitter, because they'd be one and two after saying uh, Kyle Whittingham saying that they could be as good as this 2019 team that made the run to the Pac-12 title game. Obviously, they can still make that run, but you go one and two in the non-conference. 
I got my questions if you're ultimately going to be as good as you think you might have been in the preseason. All right, more of your reaction coming up here in just a moment as we look back on an absolutely stellar night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. The Cougars beat the Utes 26-19. More of your reaction here in a moment. But first, let's talk about our friends over at Bet Online. If you guys want to get into the sports betting world, do it with our friends at Bet Online. If you want to go and put shekels down on your Cougars, feel free to do so. You have interest in the NBA, the NFL, MLB, golf, soccer, whatever it might be, tiddlywinks, or even Vegas uh, casino games. You can do it all at betonline.ag. Right now, when you get there, by the way, use the promo code locked on and get a 100% welcome bonus. You're right, 100% welcome bonus using the promo code locked on when you get over to betonline.ag get there now sign up for a free account whether it's on your laptop or on your mobile device just take advantage of all the offers they have available if you're listening to this early enough before the NFL games kick off there's obviously all kinds of different options out there they have a survivor contest they're running a half million dollar NFL uh contest as well. All the details available at betonline.ag. But once again, that 100% welcome bonus, it's not going to last forever, folks. But if you want to take advantage of it, use the promo code LOCKEDON when you get to betonline.ag because they are your online sportsbook experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, time for your reaction on my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. You guys did a great job responding here, so let's run them down. Our good friend Alan Black at ABLACK55, all capitals. Ding dong, the witch is dead. The wicked witch, obviously, you know what I'm talking about. Well, it's not not necessarily for nothing there. I completely agree with you there, Alan. Thanks for sending that in. Also, that 80s dude at Pete Given 68 awesome win for the Cougs. Better program, better school, better fans, better comedy. Conference. All right, Pete, I, I can dig that. I can get behind you on that, the better conference, because funny enough, folks, going forward, by the time these two schools square off once again, it will truly be a Big 12 versus Pac-12 battle, and there will be a lot of inferences drawn as compared to the results of that series moving forward. Dallas Fox, a diesel Fox, I did notice we after we officially became a P5 program to be, excuse me, I did notice after we officially became a uh, power five program to be the talent gap disappeared quickly with the crying laughing emoji. Well, you're not, you're not kidding. Diesel uh, speaking of Dallas, BYU got after it plain and simple. They went out there and punched Utah in the mouth and Utah, I don't think expected it one bit and they never recovered in this game. Credit to Kalani Satake. He kept the accelerator down. There was none of this stuff that we've seen from BYU in the past where they just kind of went into don't lose mode. They kept the accelerator to the floor and they punched him in the mouth until they wouldn't take it anymore and they walked out of their victory. Victorious. Speaking, I'm slave, folks. My apologies here. Mandy Jones, a BYU fan, 2005. I love that we didn't win off a of fluke or luck. We scored first. We led all the game and we earned every yard with solid football. Even Whittingham acknowledged that they were outplayed. 
I loved it. I do agree with you on that. Uh, BYU went out and earned this one. They absolutely went toe-to-toe with Utah. There was nothing fluky about this. And oh, by the way, uh, something you mentioned, Mandy, that is absolutely true. BYU, through 60 minutes of the Arizona game and also 60 minutes of the Utah game, so 120 minutes played so far this season, they have trailed for zero minutes and zero seconds. They have led the entire way so far. So very, very impressive there. Other reactions coming in. Jimmy White at Spider underscore Ant 86. Jake, I'm the guy who said A-Rod needed to go back to being QB coach. He said that in our postcast edition of Believe Against Arizona. And he adds this. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. An emphasis there because he put capitals on it. And I'm not just saying that because we beat Utah. The play calling was creative, balanced, and experienced. And our D-line took advantage of Utah's offensive line. Utah looked helpless. And they did look helpless at times in that game. Very, very thorough win for the Cougars. Other ones coming in. Zub MW. Not as tough as the Arizona win was. There's an apparent talent gap that seems to be getting wider and wider the longer we are in the Big 12. I can dig this. I'm loving some of these jabs, folks. You guys brought it. Plain and simple. You guys brought it in the stadium, and you brought it in the mentions tonight. Blair Red, our good friend at Red Coach. No thoughts. Just too happy. And I completely get that. I think there are probably thousands of you out there who probably had some tears in your eye. We're just celebrating this win and just thinking about how long it's been since you've been able to do that. Folks, for comparison's sake, I've been working in the media full-time for a decade now. The streak... BYU's losing streak was longer than I've been working in the media. I was a student at BYU in the stands when Max Hall hit Andrew George in 2009. It has been that long. I completely understand why a number of you probably just took him in and said, you know what? I just need to enjoy this. Other ones coming in, Rob Fair at Rob Fair 3. I've always, I will always share my thoughts with some prayers. Many miracles were made tonight, one of them being the rain I prayed for in June to stop the drought, show, showered us with his mercy. I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. We've had actually quite a bit of rain this summer, and any of you who are believing uh, men and women out there, just believing human beings, I Prayer's real, folks. The power of prayer is real. And I'm not trying to bear my testimony to you here. I'm not trying to convert you on anything, but I'm with Rob on that. It's really cool to see the reaction we have gotten in terms of, uh, not the reaction, the blessings we've gotten with that rain. Justin Durant, a G Cowboy, 5886. I think these are both really good teams. Both can have 9 to 10 wins in a top 25 ranking. It wouldn't surprise me. I would agree, but Utah's got to get it going, folks. They cannot afford to have slip-ups in Pac-12 play if they want to be ranked. We'll see if BYU you ultimately does get ranked. I don't think they necessarily do, but they do have an outside shot at it, in my opinion. Zach Dickinson uh, saying, super impressive performance by BYU. Jaron Hall was poised, confidence and confident, and the O-line was amazing. Algier was a beast. Play calling on both sides of the ball was stellar. Just impressive overall. Agree, 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 Zach. It really was an impressive victory for the Cougars. The Conliest Manifesto at Nelson Lloyd won. This is the first time anyone has ever been able to celebrate BYU winning the Holy War on Twitter. Okay. I will disagree with you just slightly because Twitter still existed in 2009, but it was not being used very widely at that point. I didn't join Twitter, I don't think, until 2010, maybe 2011. So 
It's a good point there, Conleyest Manifesto. Nelson, I, I think you're right on to something there. Taylor, Taylor Chandler, zero. Defense showed a big time. Play calling on both sides of the ball was, uh, both sides of the field, excuse me, was so solid. I really got to tip my cap to Elisa Tuiaki. He got after it, and Kalani Satake was very quick in the postgame to say, that game plan, that was Elisa Tuiaki's, folks. Don't give me that credit. Dynamite at Dynamite 6371. Grinning from ear to ear, too hyped to sleep. Being in the stadium was absolutely phenomenal. And by the way, it was great. It was phenomenal to see Cougar Nation there at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I never want to watch a Division I football game take place at the home of the Cougars with what I'd say maybe 10 fans in the stands. I never want to see that again. It was good to see 63,000 whatever of you out there at the Ed. So much fun. You're dead on, Dynamite. Aaron Lloyd at Aaron Lloydster said, BYU dominated in the trenches, which hasn't happened since 2003. A great win. Recruiting talent makes a difference. I agree with you. BYU's done a good job developing the talent they have recruited. They don't necessarily get a lot of four or five-star guys, but they take two and three stars and turn them into four and five-star talents. There's absolutely no doubt about that. BYU to the Big 12, BYU 1984 fan. Utah can't keep up with the speed and physicality of this Big 12 team. I told you folks, you just brought it. This was a great night. A lot of fun on Twitter. A lot of fun in my mentions, and I got to give you guys credit for that. Uh, Jeff Hennor once again checking in on my Twitter feed. Jaron Hall will forever be a legend after tonight with the flexing emoji. You're not kidding. Jaron Hall, he snapped a nine-game losing streak. He has etched himself into the history of this rivalry. No matter how much longer he may play for the Cougars, he has done something that he will be forever remembered for. It's really, really cool. Salem Blue at Salem Blue Coug led the whole game and had a good defensive pressure all night. I agree with you. BYU did not allow Charlie Brewer to settle in. Very, very nice to see. Uh, Louis Lapuajo, former BYU offensive lineman, having some fun here. Game was meaningless. We still have conference play to get ready for. All right, Louie, my man. And I, and I tweeted back. I said, my man, get him, Louie. He said, also, aren't you red receivers caught the ball over their healthy secondary? LOL. Am I doing this right? All right, Louie, you got jokes here, man, and I don't blame you one bit. Huge win for your Cougars. So congratulations, Louie. Thanks for jumping in on the mentions. Thanks for listening to the show, hopefully, as well. Roger Brown, a super captain B, just responds, finally. Hey, I get that. Roy Bischoff, similar at Roarin' 2000. It's the gif of um, Frodo from the Lord of the Rings movies with the, it's done. It is done. It's over. It's move on. Ryan Roberts, a good friend of mine, uh, just responded, surreal. A picture of him and his wife at the game on the field after fans stormed it. Really, really cool to see, Ryan. Thanks for sending in that picture. Really, really fun to see. Ben Anderson sending uh, some pictures in, apparently with his son. It says, I've waited my whole life for BYU to beat Utah. Well, Ben, congratulations to your son. I wish I knew his name. Uh, Ben is at jammer underscore 801. If I knew his name, be giving him a shout out. Just really, really cool to see. Final two comments here. Uh, Go to Michael Smith and Mike's go why. Meaningless. What a crappy, self-absorbed reply. Ranked team never led the entire game. Come on. Well, uh, I think there was a Ute fan that probably deleted a tweet in there, and obviously Michael went after him. Huge win for the Cougars. And then finally, you know what? Doing the Carlton very much in play here. Brendan at Blars1515, he sends me a gif of Terry Crews doing the Carlton. Well, 
doing a Carlton. I completely understand that. What a fine, fun night it was. And that is going to do it for this edition of the postcast as BYU beats Utah. As I mentioned, I'll have more thoughts for you guys once I actually have had some sleep and obviously have rewatched the film. We'll have that for the Monday edition of the show, our film review of this Utah win. The Cougars. Rise and shout, folks. They are 2-0, and and Arizona State is coming to town. There's no reason to think after beating Utah that you can't go toe-to-toe with Arizona State. Obviously, you got to go out there and prove it. But this team, folks, they are proving that 2020, it was no fluke. They didn't play anybody. They're not that good. Bull honky. This is a damn good football team, and they're showing it right now. Enjoy it, folks. The Cougars, Kalani Satake, he has built a powerhouse program, it sure looks like. And, folks, this is fun. BYU punks Utah, and now they're looking to kick ass and take some more names against Arizona State. Apologies for the language to close things out, but that was a really, really fun win for the Cougars. 26-17, to the final. Cougars are 2-0. and We'll have more for you in a few hours, it feels like, after I review that film. But nonetheless, hope you all are doing great. This has been the Postcast Edition of the Locked On Cougars podcast for September 12th, 2021. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.